Welcome to the Retirement Clinic with your host, Jeff Kowal from the Kowal Investment Group, the retirement specialists. The clinic is open. We are on WISN, joined by Jeff Kowal, president of the Kowal Investment Group, the retirement specialist here in WISN Milwaukee, also WIBA Madison. Jeff, good morning. Good morning, Paul. How are you? I'm fantastic, as always. I hope you are doing well. I, I am well, thank you. I love, love doing the show, Jeff. Um, last week we had a big show, and we don't have to go over all the details again, but I do want to remind people, and this is kudos to you and your staff, Jeff, that you have uh, made it to 20 years. It's the 20th anniversary. You did start the week before the 9-11 attacks, I believe, correct? Yep, it was September 8th, a Saturday before that. September eighth, so over, yep, of twenty of two thousand one, and you know it's just so overwhelmingly sad for so many people to go back and look at the pictures, um, and and yet you add that to the grief that a lot of people are are facing uh, in their own lives, it, it becomes overwhelming. So I want to say thank you to all the veterans, active duty, reservists, first responders, healthcare. Thank you. We love you. We pray for you, and hope you get home safely to your families every day. Well said, Jeff, and I'll say God bless America, right? We live in the great, greatest country in, in the world. And um, and so that 20th anniversary, uh, last week we had a special show, a lot of past guests, a lot of uh, people that are important to you. Wasn't that fun? Yeah. Un- unexpected, so that was pretty neat. Yeah, you know, they called in, we we chatted about it, and, and hey, the show's not over. We just celebrated 20 years, uh, but uh, this whole month we'll be doing, you know, some nice special things, including today we're on the air live with Jeff. So, of course, we have the boss segment coming up from Aaron Kowal, the sexy segment, which is about wealth management and preservation. As always, Jeff, those are features that we do each week on the program. Your website thekowalway.com for more information. There are some webinars uh, coming up that we want to talk about and we'll give all the details like all the offices and the locations. You are licensed in, what is it, 27 states, Jeff, now? 28, 28 states now. And, oh. uh, you mentioned uh, we have upcoming retirement seminars and webinars. It's happening every month this fall. Our first webinar is September 16th. Um, the first in-person seminar is September 30th. So you mentioned the website, the Kowal Way, K-O-W-A-L, thekowalway.com. Click on Retirement Planning, the Retirement Planning banner on our homepage for more details. And give us a call if you have any questions. But those are going to be fun. Aaron Spitzer is running those. He's a great guy. does a great uh, presentation. So uh, Retirement Planning Seminars, webinar September 16th, and in-person seminar uh, September 30th. Well, I know we have a busy show, Jeff. Before we get started, just background on the Kowal Investment Group quickly. World Headquarters in Waukesha. Beautiful office uh, in Waukesha up in Ozaukee County, Port Washington. Yes, views of Lake Michigan, Phoenix, Arizona. And you've got the Racine office, uh, which is at Highway 20. You can go to thekowalway.com and get all of that information if you're driving around and missed it or you you need the phone number. Uh, But, Jeff, we do talk about retirement. I do want to open up phone lines. If people have questions, we're live in studio. Use the Accident Mortgage Talk and Text Line, 414-799-1130. Jeff, you've got some topics you want to start with as well. I I do. uh, 
after the, the break, I want to talk about the history of the Roth IRA because it's interesting as we look back over the last 20 years on what has changed. You think, um, you know, how much can, how can you talk about retirement planning for 20 years? Well, there's a lot going on retirement planning and investments. We manage over a billion dollars of assets for our clients. There are constant changes going on, too, and I want to bring people up to date with some of the changes um, that Congress is talking about. Most of them are good, some are not, but uh, I want, let's start with that. Um, Congress wants to make more changes in the U.S. retirement system, and here are some of the things that are in play. They're in the early stages of the legislative process, um, and they're saying that they're going to offset any tax cuts with uh, tax increases. So um, you can bet on tax increases, not so much on tax cuts, but but uh, this is from CNBC. Less than two years after the SECURE Act ushered in significant changes to the nation's retirement system, more modifications may be in the horizon, on the horizon. It's called the Securing the Strong Retirement Act, or SECURE 2.0. Um, it received unanimous approval last month from the Ways and Means Committee. Um, so let's talk about some of the things. Um, it has not gone to the Senate yet, so that, of course it has, but uh, uh, they've read, yet to receive committee attention from the Senate. Um, it starts out with student loan and retirement savings. Most companies offer 401k plans, but for workers who have student loan debt, keeps them from putting money into their retirement accounts, and this, it means missing out on the company money. So we've talked about this, Paul, where... Um, you should always put uh, at least as much in that the company matches. Oh, God. Well, if you have student loan debt, you can't put money in, so you can't get the company match because you're paying off the student loan. But both the House and the Senate bills would enable employers to make contributions to the 401k plan and other plans on behalf of employees who are making uh, the student loan contributions. So you don't miss out on the company portion of it, even though you're not putting in for yourself. Hey, a quick question. During COVID, a lot of companies dropped the match, but, you know, they kept the 401k plans in place. Your advice all along, please contribute yourself. Do not, just because they stopped their match. And then most of the companies came back with a match. My question, Jeff, did they up the match? Did it go from like three to five or did they stay the same? Some did because there's more competition for employees now, but for the most part, it stayed the same. Um, they, they actually rel relatively quickly reinstated the match, um, not necessarily at a higher level, but some did again because they're, so, they're trying to get employees any way they can. They're offering bonuses. Uh, you know, you sign, see signs all over say, if you get through the training process, we'll give you a $1,500 bonus just to come and work for us. So some of them are upping it, but not a lot. Most of them have uh, reinstituted the uh, the company match after COVID. I'm reading stories about employers doing everything they can to get people uh, hired. Bonuses, uh, perks. I heard of pet insurance. Wall Street Journal did a story on offering pet insurance. I thought it was a joke. It's not, Jeff. This yeah. is this is a dilemma for employers right now. Yeah, you see, we're talking with some dear friends of ours, and they were talking about how um, some of the people just don't want to go back to work. They've gotten so used to being off, it, 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 you can't 
give them enough to go back to work because <laughs> they like being off. And well, these are some millennials. Are you that, seeing are, any clients, Jeff, like uh, t- talking to you guys about early retirement? Let's say you're in that 58, 59, instead of going back, should I just retire now? Or well, what, what would be your advice? Going back. Yeah, a lot of them have already gone back, but a lot of them are also changing benefits. Like AT&T is cutting out uh, retirement benefits, uh, retirees' health insurance benefits after the end of the year. We did several webinars on that. So if you're an AT&T employee, you have to be at least considering that. Um, a, a lot of those people who were off of work uh, who are considering retiring have gone back to work or else their companies have not gone back to the office yet. So it's still, there's still a lot of people who are considering retiring, as you mentioned in the 55, 58 range, they're thinking, do I really need to go back to work? So yeah, there is a lot of that. And that's what's causing the gap in, um, in employment as well, along with all the uh, healthy uh, benefits to stay off of work. But now a lot of those stopped, as of September 1st. We, I didn't mean to get sidetracked. We've got a few minutes, Jeff, okay. so I'll, I'll let you get back to your topic. Uh, I, I do know just from having a daughter that just finished her master's degree, she got a job immediately after, I think, four yeah. offers, seven interviews. Benefits are incredible. Cell phone. I mean, the things employers are doing, I just told her, you're lucky. You're in a time where they are hiring, and it's not always been like that. Yeah, she had her choice, too, so that's great. Right. Well, she's got some talent, too. Well, that's a part of it, yeah. It's her DNA. Her mother, of course. It yeah. all comes from Dawn. Yeah. Okay, let's go. Let's get back to this. Ketchup contributions. Current law allows retirement savers 15 older to make ketchup contributions on top of standard annual contributions, $19,000 for uh, 401k plans and 6000 for ketchup in 2021. Um you can put in an additional 6500 into your IRA with a $1,000 ketchup, but they're trying to increase the ketchup. The House bill allows those to uh, ages 62, 63, or 64 to put up to $10,000 away. So I thought that's kind of interesting. So instead of the sixty, uh, $1,000 in IRA and $6,000 in the 401k, they're saying in 401ks you can put an additional $10,000 away to really help you catch up. The Senate bill would index that for inflation, more generous with the catch-up contribution at 10000 It would apply to everybody 60 or older. Um, so I thought that has to do with, with uh, catch-up contributions. Next is required minimum distribution. The, the SECURE Act raised it from 70 and a half, where you required minimum distribution. The government eventually went to get their pound of flesh. If if you put money into IRAs and 401ks your whole lifetime, you haven't taken money out. The government hasn't made their, hasn't collected their taxes on that yet. So that's a required. So they force it with required minimum distributions. Before the Secure Act, it was 70 and a half. Now it's age 72. Under the House bill, it wouldn't start until 73 and then go up to 74 in 2029. And 75 by 2032. Uh, John McCain, uh, famously a decade ago, wanted to put it up to 75. Um, so they're saying by 2032 would be age 75. Similarly, the state, the Senate bill would raise the RMB to age 75. Um, and there's a couple other things: auto enrollment into 401k plans. So I think you know the House bill would require employee employers to automatically enroll employees in their 401k plan at a rate of at least 3% and then increase it each year. 
until the worker is contributing 10% of their pay. And the problem with that, I think that that's great. They're forcing employees um, to, to not only put money away, but to continually increase it. That's that's a little scary that the government is mandating it. That's what I, I don't like. I don't mind the, the you're making the companies, but then the, the if companies don't institute that, the companies are going to be facing penalties for not doing it also, So for not implementing these changes. So I think most of the changes that I've seen are good uh, with regard to retirement planning that Congress is proposing. We have to see. Again, they're going to uh, fight it out in conference and in meetings and see what happens. Yep. It, politics, in other words, right, Jeff? Do you think? <laughs> just, yep. a, just a little bit. A lot coming up with Aaron Kowal. The Boss Minute is right around the corner. It's after a break. And then the sexy segment, Wealth Management and Preservation. The webinar that's coming up this Thursday, September 16th. That's the first webinar. And, of course, the first seminar in person, September 30th. For more information or to register, and we'll talk more about this, visit just website, thekowalway.com. Uh, check it out online. Uh, we'll come back with the Retirement Clinic. Jeff Kowal joining us live on this Saturday morning. We're on WIBA Madison, WISN Milwaukee. I'm Paul Cronforst. More coming up. Stick around. Welcome back to the Retirement Clinic on WISN. I'm Aaron Kowal with the Boss Minute, business owner's savings and security. It's about owning your retirement, not just your business. A financial checklist could be a powerful tool for any business owner as there are many pieces to the total financial picture. Typically, when focusing on the big picture of finances for your business, it can be broken down into three main categories. Financial plan, budget, and investments. When it comes to financial planning, taxes can be one of the largest expenses for business owners which is why owners need to be clear about both their business and personal financial goals. Ask yourself, do I have a list of business and personal financial goals and refer to it when I need to make decisions? And do I reduce or defer taxes and maximize available deductions and credits? 82% of all small businesses that fail cite cash flow problems as the primary reason. That's where budget management comes in. Manage your budget according to your business plan and ask yourself, do I know how much revenue I must generate to break even and cover expenses? Do I monitor income expenses, inventory, credit, and cash regularly? And finally, investments. Many small business owners make the mistake of investing all their time and money into their business. Don't become one of them. It is important to maintain a cash cushion for both personal and business needs and invest any excess cash that exceeds current expenses and immediate lifestyle needs, among other items. The everyday decisions you make affect your bottom line, and a financial checklist can help you stay on track. If you need help navigating a financial checklist for your business, give our office a call today at 262-522-4040 or visit thekowalway.com. Aaron Kowal with today's Boss Minute on the Retirement Clinic, that acronym Business Owners Savings and Security, Jeff Kowal, a very important part of business owners' uh, plan. Aaron and Aaron does such a good job with those reports and with the checklist. And if you come and see him, he's got a process that he uses with business owners that has been very effective. And you would you would love working with him on that. So 
give our office a call to follow up on the checklist, follow up on if you're close to or already in retirement, you want to use your business to help fund that. Um, give our office a call and we can help you with that. That number 262-522-4040, for all locations uh, in Waukesha, Port Washington, Phoenix, Arizona, or Racine. We should mention too, Jeff and his staff uh, had a great conversation off the air because you guys do live reports uh, during the day, Monday through Friday. Uh, Joe Still and I were just talking about the markets. It was kind of a down week, Jeff, um, for the markets across yep. the board, I think, Dow, NASDAQ, S&P. Uh, but getting back to uh, it, Joe calls in, and it's the beginning of the Belling Show, and we put him on the air. So I always chat with your guys, whether it's Spitzner or, <laughs> or whoever. Marie, Ray, Tom. Uh, I'll do such John White. I'll do such a good job on the reports Monday through Friday, three o'clock and five o'clock news blocks during Mark Belling's show on WIS set four fifty-five on WIBA with Vicky McKenna on uh, WIBA Mass. And we try to give you one minute on what's going on in the market this week. I think a lot of it was inflation news and uh, employment, but mostly inflation. They're trying to deny that it's existing, and it is existing. They're saying it's temporary. That remains to be seen. Um, but we, yeah, would give you whether it's a government report or corporate earnings, whatever has happened to, to drive the mar- be driving the market that particular day, up or down. We try to give you one minute on what's going on that day. Wrap it up with the Dow, the S and P 500, tech heavy Nasdaq, Monday through Friday, 3:05 and 5:05 or three o'clock and five o'clock news blocks uh, on WISM and 4:55 on WIBA in Madison. You know, we got those webinars to talk about. We'll do that before the show's over, Jeff. But uh, back to the content of talking about retirement. You've got uh, some topics you want to touch on. And, of course, Wealth Management and Preservation, our sexy segment, is coming up in our next segment. Right. And if you have any questions, give us a call. What's the number, Paul? Oh, that thank you, Jeff. Yes, lines are open at 414-799-1130. It's the Acunet Mortgage Talk and Text Line. Actually, uh, if you want to text us, we've been getting more and more texts over phone calls, at least on my weekend shows. And I think Dan and Jay and Vicky and Belling would all agree we get more texts. It's just easier. So we don't mind the text questions, but we kind of prefer the phone calls. So give us a ring. Absolutely. I don't want to, you know, we've been on the air for 20 years, and I don't want to go through all the changes over 20 years. But I wanted to highlight some of the things because you you think back and you say, really, it was like that back then. And yet what? Uh, IRAs were first enacted in 1974. Um, and then in 1989, they originally called the IRA Plus. But the idea for the Roth IRA was proposed by Senator Bob Packwood of Oregon and Senator William Roth of Delaware, Roth, Roth IRA. The Packwood-Roth plan would have allowed individuals to invest up to $2,000 in the account with no immediate tax deduction, but the earnings would be tax-free. Let's fast forward to 2001. We started the radio show in 2001. The Economic Growth and Tax Recovery uh, Reconciliation Act of 2001 increased IRA and Roth contribution limits and indexed them to inflation. It also established the the catch-up contributions for older workers. So that was in 2001. So when the IRAs were started in 74, you could put $1,500 in. 
By 2001, it was still only $2,000. So in 2002, you could put in $3,000 plus the ketchup was $500. So that's, it's changed dramatically. Um, you know, now it's $6,500 plus $1,000 for, um, or $6,000 $1,000 for, uh, ketchup contributions. So that's changed dramatically, uh, over the years. Then you look in, uh, 2005. The, the Tax Increase Prevention and Reconciliation Act, TIPRA, all these goofy names, um, income, uh, eliminated the income and filing restrictions for Roth conversions to be effective in 2020. So they, they put this in law in 2005 to be effective in 2020, where there was no more uh, income restriction on Roth conversions. That's when they started to explode, when you could, you could convert from an IRA to a Roth IRA and you didn't have to uh, have any income restrictions. Up until 2010, there were income restrictions on that. A lot of people don't remember that. I barely remember it. Um, in 2006, the Pension Protection Act of 2006 uh, makes Roth IRAs and Roth 401ks permanent. Uh, they were temporary before, but now for Roth 401ks were made permanent in 2006. 2007, number of IRA owners jumped to 50 million, 2008 allowed Roth conversions to be done directly from company plans. So if you retired and you wanted to move money from your 401k directly to a Roth IRA, that didn't happen until 2008. 2018, as part of the new Tax Cuts and Jobs Act, Roth IRA conversions can no longer be reversed by recharacterization. Okay, you pay your taxes up front on the Roth conversion. Yep. Let's say the market tanked and you wanted to have a do-over. Well, up until 2018, you could redo it. After that, once you make a conversion, the market tanks, you can't redo it. Um, still, for most people, you're in it. That's going to be the last asset. The Roth IRA is going to be the last asset that you'll ever use. So, so if you can't undo it, that's okay. The market, in theory, it always has recovered. So those are some of the big changes over the last 20 years, uh, Paul. And then over the last couple of years, we saw the, especially with the SECURE Act, eliminate the stretch IRA. Um, for IRAs and Roth IRAs, you could uh, stretch, if you inherited an IRA, not from your spouse, but from somebody else, you could stretch out the payments over your life expectancy. They said, Basically, they don't want to wait that long to get their money, the government. So they put a limit on it to as 10 years that uh, the most a non-spouse beneficiary could hold a, uh, an IRA from somebody else would be 10 years, but it has to be paid out at the end of 10 years. So these are some big changes over the years from 2002 when you could only put in, or 2001 when you could put in $2,000 to now, Plus the 401k, a lot has changed over the last 20 years with Roth IRAs, with the IRAs, um, the Secure Act, and you know, raise the retirement age. Um, and we're constantly monitoring to see what else is going on and what other changes they're going to make to to this and to other retirement plans. I would venture to say, Jeff, in 20 years from now, we're going to see a a lot of changes as well. There's always something that comes up in kind. You mentioned the Secure Act. Well, we're going to see more changes as the years go by. That's, I think, why it's important to work with somebody that's on top of their game when it comes to planning your retirement because we are living longer. We need more money, Jeff. 
And and just, you know, that going back to when I said my daughter got this, you know, her first job, she's asking me about the 401k plan and she didn't know much about it. I said, sit down. <laughs> we have to have a talk. It's yeah. it's a talk my own mom and my grandfather told me and it was pay yourself first. And yeah. I, I never understood that. Now I now I do and now my daughter gets it. Just start saving it. She's 23. You got so many years and even missing out on one or two years I, I said are critical. Oh, you bet. You bet. And you just think of all the changes over the years that in the past, I mean, 25 years ago, probably 25 to 30% of companies had company pensions. Yep. Now it's under 15% and most of them are government pensions. Um, cause, you know, they want it to be, they called it de-risking to take the risk away from the companies. They wanted to put the responsibility of retirement planning on you. Another, you know, Troubling only 41% of millennials who work full-time, they don't have access to employer-sponsored retirement plans. And we're seeing that more now with the end of, you had mentioned COVID. Some of them are going back to work part-time. Some of them don't have benefits. They don't have health insurance or they're getting the health insurance on the exchange. 41% of millennials who work full-time don't have access to employer-sponsored retirement plan of any kind. What, what, say that number again, 30% of millennials? 40, 41%. 41%. 41% of millennials who work full-time don't have access to employer-sponsored retirement plan. That's according to a Pew study. That seems, I mean, why would they not have access, but, or, or they don't partake? Is that what you're saying? Yeah, or they're working for companies that are maybe startups that don't have um uh, haven't installed retirement plans yet. Sure. Um, Self-employed if you're, I mean, if you're yeah. uh, a real estate agent or something like that, right? I mean, you're probably not going to yeah, have it. it. Be, uh, yep. Uh, contracted workers, they call it the gig economy. Contracted workers who receive a 1099 form of income rather than the W-2. Oh, there's a lot of, um, think of all the self-employed people that, that do maybe skilled trades, Jeff, or whatever it is. If they don't have a 401k, wouldn't you highly recommend taking personal responsibility and starting your own Roth or something? Sure. A lot of them, if they're skilled trades, they may have a union plan. We see that a lot. Um, but you, you put in the fact that you don't know what, or, or some of them do not have retirement plans, plus people are living longer. So it's, it's a double whammy. You're not putting money in, plus you're going to be living longer uh, as, as um, life expectancy continues to. I think it's pulled back a little bit, mainly because of suicides and drugs, that the life expectancy has gone down a little bit over the last couple of years. But still, the chances are with medical advances that life expectancy is going to start um, going up again. Yeah. No. Um, well, and, and quite honestly, COVID, too. I mean, there the COVID deaths, if you factor that with the side effects, like you said, suicide, uh, alcoholism, drug abuse, drug overdose—those that that all went up, Jeff, in the last year and a half. And it's isn't that sad? It, it is sad. We got to do something about it. We have to address that, and, and um, there are a number of ways to do it. But um, that's for a different, totally different show. Yeah. <laughs> we have to be aware that yeah. that sometimes Americans are, are put in a position that they have to retire later. So they're staying in the workforce a little bit longer, some because they want to, some because they have to, um, and then take advantage of uh, you know, higher 
um, Social Security payments if you do work longer than if you do delay it. You had mentioned earlier there's a lot of things that go into the retirement planning process, the investments, the planning, the cash flow analysis, long-term care issues with regard to um, nursing home, home health care, assisted living. Um, there are so many moving parts to a retirement plan. You have to work with somebody that specializes in retirement planning so we can make sure that we address all the different issues, taxes, estate planning, uh, so many different parts to it. You got to make sure. Yeah, I, I think you have to make sure that you work with a specialist because this is too hard to do by yourself. Well, you're exactly right. Uh, Jeff, and it, retirement should be a fun, exciting chapter of your life if you plan properly and you've got that that nest egg. You know, you're going to look forward to retirement, and you can do stuff, right? You're no longer going to your nine to five job, and it should be a fun chapter in your life. And you're right, we are definitely living longer over over the course of time. Even though, of course, there's a little blip here and there, but. Um, uh, good stuff, Jeff. I know we've got the sexy segment come up, so we're going to take a quick break. We've got some webinars, some in person, and then a seminar. A well, seminar would be in person. A webinar, of course, is just that, a webinar. They're coming up. We're going to give you those details. The wealth management and preservation, as we call it, the sexy segment, coming up next. It's going to be a good one. It's going to be a good one. Jeff Cole. It always is, Jeff. Back after this on WISN, WIBA, you're listening to The Retirement Clinic with Jeff Colwall. Ah, uh, yes. Back with the Retirement Clinic, WISN, the sexy segment with Jeff Kowal. And we call it that, Jeff, because it's about wealth management and preservation. And I think it's pretty obvious what that means. Anybody can achieve some wealth and have their assets. But can you hang on to it, Jeff, right? You need to preserve those assets. That's what this show is for. It's, it's typically for those with a million dollars or more. The show is for everybody, but the segment is for those with a million dollars or more. Uh, if you have a 401k, if you have other investments, if you have a home, those are the types of things that the government looks at. Um, an inheritance, a lottery winning, a divorce settlement, those are the types of things that are included in your estate. Um, so this segment is once you've accumulated some wealth, how do you preserve it, grow it, take income from it, and pass it on to your heirs. This uh, is an interesting, uh, Andrea Coombs wrote this. It's mega backdoor Roths. How will they work in 2021? Uh, a mega backdoor Roth lets people save $38,500 in a Roth 401k. Here's the key, not all 401k plans allow them. So let me get into it. If you like the idea of a Roth, then you're going to love the super precise version known as the mega backdoor Roth. The way it works is that you put 38000 into a Roth or 401k in 2021 on top of your regular contribution limits. The key here is that your 401k has to let you put after-tax money. So it's pretty straightforward. Either your employer plan allows after-tax contributions or it doesn't. The 401k plan that allows after-tax contribution 
It's a separate bucket of money from your traditional and your 401k contributions. About 43% of 401k plans allow for after-tax contributions. Um, your employer offers either in-service distributions to Roth IRA. That means you can take the money out or let you move money in the after-tax portion. That is very key. I knew AT&T used to let you do it. Other companies used to let you make after-tax contributions. Um, so after you make your 401k contributions, your Roth 401k contributions, sometimes you can put extra money in in form of an after-tax contribution. So uh, if your plan uh, allows it, um, on rare occasions, a 401k plan may be forced to return your contribution. So sometimes you put money into it and you put in after-tax contributions, but because you're a highly complicated worker at your company, uh, the IRS non-discrimination tests require that the retirement plan doesn't offer a substantially bigger benefit to higher-income employees. So you have to be careful with that because there's a, they can't be discriminatory and give higher-end employees a benefit that the rank-and-file workers can't get. But if the highest paid workers are saving and a much higher work, the plan may be forced to return uh, some of your money. But uh, in any event, it's a great uh, tool if you want to put. And you know, we've talked about other ways that, you, that if you if you need to catch up, that you could force extra money into retirement plans, into 401k plans, into IRAs. Yes, and if you're over 50, there are catch-up contributions. Yes, but then there's a mega backdoor. Roth IRAs, if you if your company allows after-tax contributions, that's like doing a Roth. I'd put as much money in there as you could afford to do. Yeah, I, I, I like that advice, Jeff. Um, you know, just going back in general, putting what, those words you just said, putting as much money as you can afford to do, it's a bitter pill to swallow, but man, is it worth it, right? It is, and if you put it in, like into Roth IRAs, we've been suggesting that for a lot of clients who are doing calculations in the fall for our clients to see what kind of impact a Roth conversion would have on your taxes. And does it force you into a higher tax bracket? We're convinced the taxes are going to go up and not down, especially with this administration. So there is active planning that you need to do and that your advisor should be doing with you to see if it makes sense for you to do it now and pay taxes on those at a lower rate than it will be in the future. Um, you know, because the, the current administration, everything they're doing is talking about raising taxes and finding different ways to get at your pocketbook. This is a way to pay the taxes up front, do it at a lower tax bracket now, have it grow tax-free forever. If you can do it after tax money, put it to your 401k, do it. Um, I want to address one more thing, Paul, before we, we go to the break. Sure. Social Security is in line for the biggest percentage bump in inflation in 40 years. Um, when Social Security, this is a Barron's article, when Social Security announces its 2022 cost of living adjustment later this year, beneficiaries are likely to get the biggest percentage bump in 40 years. Thanks to inflation, we talk about how inflation is getting out of control and they're saying it's just a temporary thing. I'm not sure about that. But with inflation subdued in 2020, that was last year during COVID, Social Security recipients received an increase 
of 1.3% in January, which came out to be about $20 a month. But the government inflation measure used to determine the cost of living, or COLA, surged over the past year, and the Senior Citizens League now predicts a COLA of 6.2% for 2022. That would be a boost of $9,600 for the average person receiving $1,500. So last year is 1.3%. This year it's likely to be 6.2%, and with uh, it increasingly appears that the COLA will be the highest paid since 1982, where the cost of living increase was 7.4%. So that's a big bump uh, in Social Security. You know, they, they're saying that because inflation was so low over the years, Social Security benefits have lost 30% of their buying power uh, based on inflation through March, that's according to the Senior Citizens League. So this will at least uh, catch up a little bit on that. The, the problem is that your Medicare premium is probably going to go up as well. So. Yeah, um, any increase might be chewed up by, well, by cost of living, your actual what you have to spend, plus Medicare premiums and other things. So, Good stuff, Jeff. Be aware of it. Yeah, a lot of things to be aware of, as you said, and things are constantly they're moving parts, changes with, with the Secure Act, as you said, being on top of the things. To contact the Cowal Investment Group, pretty easy. Reach out via website or phone call two six two. 522-4040, the Kowal Way, K-O-W-A-L, the Kowalway.com for more information. When we come back, we're going to try to squeeze in maybe a question or two. Uh, that was the sexy segment. We've got webinars to talk about, seminars, in-person seminars, all put on by the Kowal Investment Group with Jeff Kowal. I'm Paul Cronforce, the Retirement Clinic on WIBA Madison, WISN Milwaukee continues. Stick around. Jeff Kowal back on the Retirement Clinic as we continue talking about retirement, obviously. Jeff, that's your so niche. Who was so that band, Paul? I don't know. Spencer, who did you just play? <laughs> Smashing Pumpkins. Smashing Pumpkins. Is that what yeah. we've been listening to the entire hour? Yep, yep. Smashing Pumpkins. Uh, yeah, it's good stuff. I'm a little surprised you. Picked. I mean, not to say they're out of your age group, Jeff. Just you know, well, the kids are growing up and like that stuff. So that's just it. When you got kids, you tend to hear their music, and uh, it's like, yes, this is pretty good stuff. I, I do like the Smashing Pumpkins. Um, we have just enough time at the end of the hour, Jeff. And the Kowalway.com has this information, or call two six two five two two forty forty. But this Thursday, you have a webinar. Let's start with that first. Yeah, let's go online at Paul mentioned, the Kowalway.com or call our office. Uh, we're, uh, we're doing one, doing them every month in the fall. Aaron Spitzer is doing He's a great presenter. He's a lot of fun. Uh, first webinar, September 16th. The first in-person seminar is September 30th on retirement planning to find out if you're ready for retirement, what are the key components of it, what are the things you have to look out for, what are the things that can derail an otherwise successful retirement plan. 
Come on to those uh, webinars and seminars. Click on for that. Go to the Kowal Way, K-O-W-A-L, thekowalway.com. Click on the retirement planning banner that's on our homepage for more details. Uh, if you need anything else, let us know. Uh, 262-522-4040 or com, and we'll get you registered. Also, if you have $750,000 or more in retirement assets, if you're close to already in retirement, if you're a do-it-yourselfer who's tired of doing it yourself, uh, we had a number of people call us who have assets scattered all over and they're just tired of managing all the paperwork they want to consolidate. If you have a million dollars, two million, three million dollars or more, give us a call. Come on and we'll help you with that. This is a key time with the markets as volatile as they are. It's time to take a look at your stuff and take it more seriously now. Yeah. Um, this is too Sorry, Jeff. The music started and I interrupted you at the same time. Go ahead. I didn't. I couldn't hear the music, so I didn't want to talk too long. So thank you, Paul. <laughs> no, two six two five two two forty forty two six two five two two four zero four zero, or go online at thekowalway.com. And Jeff, even if you're, you know, not in the studio or out of town, I love that you do a live show every week. And of course, we're back live next week. I know looking at the schedule, Carol Ritson will be talking about some Social Security in the next few weeks. Uh, this month, Mike September. Smith, uh, yeah. Uh, celebrating. Mike Smith next week. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, so, uh, uh, Mike Smith uh, with uh, Long-Term Care and Insurance and then Carol Ritson. So, yeah, we've got a great lineup of, of shows coming up. So we're back next week celebrating 20 years with the Retirement Clinic with the Coal Investment Group on WIBA Madison, WISM Milwaukee. Jeff, have a great weekend. Thank you too, Paul. Thanks for tuning in. See you next week. News is coming up next.